Yo, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from and all the other episodes, stop by raprankings.com or search Rap Rankings on your favorite podcast platform. Track two, title track, Earl, produced by Tower the Creator. Flat six. Four plus. God damn. Oh, brother. Uh, eight plus in 2010, flat eight in 2022. All right, hold on. I got to mark down your first oh, uh, takeaway of the 2022 era. All right. Got it. Spoiler style. The intro is the only thing that's not a takeaway. What, in the modern era? Yeah. No, drop the tweet? bomb. Drop the bomb. Drop the fucking bomb. Might as well. well I don't care about no bomb. Off. We know who we're dealing with tonight. <laughs> Jesse, uh, here you go. You fucking mark. Yeah, that's the that's the mega bomb. Yeah, you're a fucking mark. That was dropped on me last time I was on here. I was supposed well, to. Well, Mel didn't do different. it correctly, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> There's another In true AEW fashion. The shit went off like the uh, exploding barbed wire death match, and only a few sparklers went off. <laughs> I, mean, I had it up all the way. The volume was turned up. It was supposed to be like you spamming him with it, you know? Oh, I mean, well, shit. I was... You fucking mark. Actually, here, here you go. I'll leave it on loop. You fucking mark. You fucking mark. You fucking mark. Hey. You fucking mark. Hey. You fucking mark. Jesse, you a fucking mark. You fucking We no longer mark. in the fucking dark. You fucking You know you like the kid raps. You fucking Nigga mark. better get back. Fucking real mark. Raiders in the building, bitch. We ain't mark. here for that children shit. We like mark. real grown raps, nigga. Yeah. Fucking we ain't finna mark. hold back, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Don't give me Yo, I just got dizzy. Oh, man. Hold on. I'm about to faint. All right, play play it again. Mel, play it again. This is for at Spectrum Pulse. (laughs) Okay, you want me to loop it again? No, just once. Oh, okay, fine. Here you go. You fucking mark. That's literally his name, so we can move on. (laughs) It is, isn't it? Mark Grandin. Yes. We know about him. Grandin. Yeah, <laughs> my grind's about family, never been about fame. Uh, that's in a few weeks. You want to talk about marking? Yeah, wait, wait, wait till we get to that fucking re-up gang. I'm proud to be a mark of of, of the re-up gang. I, I, I would not be proud to be no mark of this of this 15 year old to this it day. Ain't, it in ain't 2022, proud. It's enjoyment style. In 2022, you still enjoy nine out of 10 15 year old raps. Hey, it is what it is. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Listen, um, all right, moves four plus me flat six, Jesse eight. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're we're talking about the raps now. Here's the thing: the canonization of these opening lines from people who apparently just discovered syllables like a day prior to hearing this tape is sickening. And we've been talking about this all night, but I'll say this here: yes. This is more impressive technical rapping than you'd expect from your typical 15-year-old. However, he was mainlining MF Doom and like Relapse era Eminem, right? So 
imitation is pretty easy when you're smart, which is what Earl has always seemed to be, a smart guy. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. You still have to have the skill to properly imitate it. But when his blueprint is rappers like Eminem and MF Doom, it'd be different if this there was no precedent for this. Because then I might have been on the train too. If this is the first time we ever heard somebody rapping like this, rhyming like this, like, yo, this 15-year-old kid is like one of the goats already. But people lost their minds over... I'm a hot and bothered astronaut crashing while jacking off to buffering vids, Asheroth eating applesauce. And they went up, bro. They went, they went so far up. They did. And, and like, it's like, they y'all did. never heard a nigga rhyme before? Like, yeah, it's amusing. It's like the absurdist horrorcore thing we're going to get all throughout the tape. But it's like, bro, the, the way they talked about these bars, it's like no kid has ever rhymed like this. Okay, I doubt that, number one. And two, say he was. Adults Dude, have, I was, though. I was in Why Facebook Why aren't we talking? Listen to them. You know what? Do you have um, Beautiful Seduction? Beautiful Seduction. Is that it? No. Waste of, what is it? Uh, oh, well. You have Brenton's EP? I do. I do. Play the first of course song. I do. Play the first song. This is Groomer Moves, okay? Even though I think <laughs> Brenton, was, Brenton was 18 when he made this. Okay. Um, Waste of a Species? Waste of a Species. Okay. Wow. How could I be impressed? How could I be impressed by this this 15-year-old when this 18-year-old's doing the fake Eminem thing much better? If if I'm in the market for derivative fake Eminem, early Eminem influence, this is what I want to hear. Hey, shout out to Brenton, (laughs) the homie. Here you go. Class off so I can jack off. I just snorted bath salts in the bathroom stall. I'm hungry, I'll eat a homeless guy's ass off. If you think I give a fuck, if you disapprove, you're as dumb as the people who take my shit literal. You can catch me in the inner tube in the nude, doing laps around your little kid's swimming pool. I'm a criminal and my dick is minuscule. To tell the truth, it hasn't grew since middle school. If I wasn't suspended, then I was skipping school, sniffing glue, and got sent to the principal. He said, Britain, you have to do your homework. You. you can't stand up in class with a boner. It wasn't my fault, Mr. Principal Man. The teacher said if the work was hard, she would lend me a hand. This world was not made for me. Nine to five, I can't do it. Conform your brains implanted. I don't fit in your system. Go to school, go to work, get a job, get a life. Go to school. I'll give what year was this? That, uh, gotta came be out in 2012. Right? It was made in 2011. And that's better than Earl? By yeah, far. That's what Mool said. I'll, I'll give Britain this. And, he could write a hook I'll, better than Earl. <laughs> this is what I'll say is better than Earl about it, right? And what I'll highlight for pretty much the rest of the tape. Earl can write 
like Eminem and Doom, but he can't perform like Eminem and Doom. And my biggest issue with Earl, not just on this tape, but across his whole career, I'm still waiting for him to wake up. I'm waiting for him to give me some style. I'm waiting for him to perform and entertain. And he has yet to do that, in my opinion. He is still this monotone and lacking in energy, just like droopy, just kind of like slumped over ass rapper to me. That is so, a yeah, he can he can write like those guys, but I'd rather listen to all of the guys that he's writing like. I'd okay, rather that's listen to his style. His style is droopy. I don't like his style. Flat but out. But you said you're waiting like for him the, to give you style, that's his style. I'm no, I'm waiting for him to give me flair. I'm waiting for him to give me energy. I'm waiting for him to to put some bass in his voice and rap. And I don't get that from him. I get this same him just kind of dragging ass through every single song forever. You know, mm-hmm. as a guy who enjoys my fair share of monotonous, droopy uh, Eeyore raps, as I was teased um, for making in, in, in like 2010, 2011, I, like Jesse said, I, I understand it's his style. I don't expect him to ever go beyond this, but given well, he no longer traffics in this specific content, but it's it's also really a consequence of again these journalists and bloggers and industry people that propped him up because in his he never even got to fully. I guess whatever we're hearing now, his recent output is his sound. It's what he's comfortable with. I think it's. I don't think it's it's the music he wants to make. No, No, I think it is. Now it is. It's not his sound because that guy Mike created this sound and Earl jumped on it. Right. Earl is on the Earl. He's doing someone else's sound. Yeah, Earl is doing cosplay of an Earl Stan right now, which is maybe the most damning indictment on his whole career. If we're really keeping it a buck. Because he came in the game, he came in the game trying to emulate Eminem and MF Doom, and now he's emulating someone who attempted to initially start making music by emulating him. I don't know what Mike, I know Mike was a fan, I don't know if he was emulating Earl ever. I never heard no Mike. He's impressive. I know of him. He's he's impressive. It is kind of makes you throw your hands up when you know you see somebody like eat their children basically it's like you <laughs> like you don't need to do it like they got this shit from you just you, but here's the thing man like maybe it maybe maybe he's still finding himself i don't know but the thing about him being monotone or whatever i think a lot of maybe what you you wanted from him came from this idea that he was supposed to develop into the next Nas or somebody. Yes. And it's if like, he was maybe, never, if he was never framed that way, maybe I would have felt differently about him. Right. But you know, when you get talked about like you're the next goat MC, you're expecting him to sort of shift gears and, 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 you know, kind of add some, some fire and some flair. Yeah. And like, that's not what he's interested and in doing. Apparently. Thing. Like I love Gangstar and guru is monotone. Like maybe the most famous monotone MC of all time but he's mm-hmm. got these premier beats that energize the affair. I don't find this music to be energizing. It's like yeah. bedroom music to me. All of it. I'm I'm going to explain 
the the two phases of Earl's career in a way that you should understand now. Uh, Tyler going on the uh, the fuck Earl's mom rant and the you know all of that. Uh, that was basically the Stilo Pigeons and Planes moment. And instead of retiring, Earl just became kind of more withdrawn. And he kept making music. He was like, I have a name. I'm going to keep recording, but I'm never going back. Pretty much, I'm never going back to anything that would get those kind of kids into me. Uh, the, I, the, I knew this. The right. kill people, burn shit, fuck school kids. I'm, I just want to alienate them 100%. So no, I, that's kind of why he changed his trajectory stuff. of his career. No, I, right. I, I know about that. I'm right. going to talk about it more later. But okay. it's, you know, like this this whole idea of the way of the way he raps now. In the way he rapped then, really only the contents changed. I mean, I've noticed from the projects I've heard, like, you know, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. There's a that little might more. Be the, that might be the project that's the closest to what his actual sound is, because that was before the heavy mic influence. And I think at that point, he had shaken off the Doom and Eminem isms. He seemed to rap with more. It was still, I guess, the, the word, you know, monotone. But I recall there being sort of a chip on his shoulder. He was rapping with mm-hmm. a little more ferocity, you know. So I feel like those are his only modes, really. It's like sort of the kind of laid back syllable flow. And then there's like kind of something to prove, like sort of like pent up frustration flow. But, like, I'm never going to expect him to rap like a Young Thug or like a fucking Meek Mill or, like, right. I don't think I've ever heard him raise his voice. <laughs> right, but that's, that's kind of, like, what I've been waiting for is, like, for him to develop his voice more. And to me, he never did that. He just kind of, like, he's kind of just stayed in one gear um, tonally. And, you know, for as technically proficient as he may have been for a 15-year-old, I don't care about hot and bothered astronaut jacking off with Asher Roth and applesauce. I don't care about anything he's saying here. It may be delivered and constructed in a technically proficient manner. That doesn't mean that anything he's saying sticks with me. None of it sticks to me. It's just all it's it's lyrical masturbation, basically. No, it's that, but it's juvenile nothings. They're kids. They're just saying funny shit to them. And, you know, here I am in 29. And even back then, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is being rapped very well. But how much do I actually care about this? Now, some people, this shit's great. They're laughing along. They're replaying. They're loving it. And and, and shout out to them. You know, like I see where the amusement is and the humor is, but like, I, I can't I can't pop for this. Like I, I don't care about you rhyming astronaut jacking off Asheroth applesauce. Like that that does nothing for me. No. Know? And by the way, we get some like almost rumble pack uh boom 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 beginning to this beat as well. Not a fan of the beat here. It's it's I mean the beat is I've never the buzzy growly synth lines, uh, trudging ass drums and I hate when, I hate when the synths get like really aggressive. I don't like that at all on here. Um, to the old two dope boys thing, you know, we get more of that and he's talking about shake and shakes daughter or whatever. It's gives a shit. Who's shake? It's 2022. Who's shake? Shake was somebody in 2010. No, we, okay. we know who I'm shake talking is. about it's right now in 2022. Yeah. Who's shake? 
Future generations will ask, who the fuck is Shake? It was recorded, okay. It was recorded at a time where the context applied. And I'm reviewing it at a time when the context is fading. I get it. Hey, I'm just saying. Uh, at the time on, of on its recording, topic, Shake though. was a... He was he was a, he was a deal. I don't know if he was a big I deal. Don't en- I I don't enjoy this. Okay, and and that guy Shake looks like he should be on like fucking Miami Inc. or something. All I have to say is the whole you know fuck two dope boys, fuck them niggas, get up off the pavement, wipe the dirt and vomit off. Dope boys hating, but them redacted is a lot of talk. You know, try talking on a blog with your fucking arms cut off, put in a carpet and watch it get auctioned off. The ace tail Shake's daughter. We're sorry, but Papa's gone, bitch. Okay, look, just briefly, in case no one knows who Shake is, Shake being like I think the creator and like head, one half of two dope writer, boys. yeah, him and Mecca, right? Yeah. Um, listen, blog era Jim's one and two out now. Not getting into this right now, but he's the moles of uh, two dope boys. <laughs> just the white person um, is what I mean. The white I, half. I get it. Um, here's the thing, like they were as two dope boys were probably as susceptible to blog bullshit as any of the other sites, meaning they had their biases and they had their grudges and things. Yeah. But, but they wore this bias very much on their sleeve. Like they, but to be to fair though, them. look how they were being talked about. Now, I don't right. know. Maybe they, they wrote some like snarky email back to Tyler in the gang when they first tried to submit things. And, you know, and, and this is a band by the way, that I think has like persisted to this day. Um, perhaps, but, but they did, uh, wave, wave the white flag after the Fallon thing. They were, I don't remember the exact wording, but they were like, okay, we, we fucked up, like, almost like, let's move on. Not, they never issued an apology, but they, they kind of admitted like, this thing is too big for us to just not talk about. So, okay, we fucked up, but like, yeah, almost like leave us alone. Huh? They didn't post their music. Sometimes they would post songs where they were featured, Uh but they wouldn't post their albums or their singles or anything. Yeah. They made a to poster almost fair, like leave us alone. I'm pretty sure odd future fired the first shots. And if you hear, here's the thing too. They're like, Oh fuck too. Hey, what did Towers and Ambassador fuck you know, for not posting some like whatever year. Okay. Making their own beats and their own rap. It's like, do you hear what you're rapping about? <laughs> like, they're thinking about like how marketable, like, is this going to get us clicks? Like, Y'all kids is wilding. Why are you surprised that this isn't being posted, Tyler, Earl, anyone else? I mean, it's basically horrorcore shit, which my, my was varies for people on that. They post, and they a lot of post that. They they don't post that kind of music. They, they okay, don't. They posted a lot of shit that wasn't as good. Who cares? They okay, don't post horrorcore. You know? They also didn't post, post hip hop. Yeah, they just posted. It wasn't horrorcore. It was hip hop. It was just a kid rapping, sometimes about crazy shit. But yeah. But what they heard and what they saw, it's easy to explain away why they thought it was horrorcore. They were the only adults in the room. I mean, Tyler okay. was saying, um, we're not fucking horrorcore or whatever. But, like, you can't make horrorcore and then say you're not horrorcore. And then we're just like, all right, you're not horrorcore. Horrorcore. Like, is Jeezy a rapper or a trapper? He's a rapper. But horrorcore, exactly. horrorcore was like a... It was a made-up genre, kind of like Neo Soul. Like, it's just music. It's just rap music. Neo Soul is R&B. Yeah, but what does the content primarily primarily consist of, Jesse? Evil shit? I don't know. Right. Like, if I buy an album from an artist that's deemed horrorcore, should I expect them to rap about certain things? Like, 
horror stuff that most other rappers don't do. Dart Adams can confirm. I'll, I'll tweet him right now to ask. I think it was a journalist named Havelock Nelson that created the term uh, horrorcore, and it was a journalist, and like it just took off from there. Um, okay, but, like it wasn't a, a real example. thing, huh? If you listened to Necro, I fucked with Necro a for great a minute. Example. If you listen to Necro, like, what is the content lyrically that you would expect to hear on a Necro song? Fucked up shit. Right. That's horrorcore. Necro so, was definitely horrorcore. Whatever was, you want to call it. He I don't was know more extreme than our future. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying these guys are standing around in a circle saying we're horrorcore. But when you traffic primarily in a certain type of content... Whether you like it or not, you belong to some sort of horror rap subgenre. Yeah, but there wasn't there wasn't that much of it. It was Necro's Grave Diggers to an extent. Grave Diggers and, is definitely horrorcore. Yeah, I I don't I don't like the term. Put it like that. Like it's it's all hip hop. Jesse, it's a horror movie. It's goes to yeah. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is not and, supposed to be positive. <laughs> it is negative. The point is, from the blogger's point of view, and, and trust me, I'm about to I'm about to throw off because because I we fucking know about the industry and the bloggers. But from the blogger's point of view, yeah, this isn't the easiest thing to promote, you know. But to be fair, and to be an odd future, because I was an artist at the same time, and I understand a lot of these, you know, grudges they'd hold to dope boys specifically, like the Lupe one. When I finally found out what that was about, that seemed a bit sensitive. It's like, and they, they, they broke the thing one time because Lupe dropped like a cancer awareness song. And they were like, we know we've had our issues with him, but this is for a good reason. And then went back to never post them. I remember when they would post Birdman songs, they just call them shit. Bird shit. Yeah, bird shit. And they just sort of like apostrophe shit. And I'm like, it's cringy from like, and this is supposed to be like would be professionals and tastemakers. You know? Yeah. Like, why are you dedicated? So I get our future, but yeah. I also get the vlogs. So it's like it's this no weird blog, thing where, and I don't get no future. Okay, fuck them both. I, I I'm sad that they're both still regarded today as some sort of nostalgic thing. Yeah, that what's regarded like, as nostalgic? This era of of Odd Future, the blog era, everything like Odd Future was a big are, thing. I'm saying it's a shame that people have nostalgia and not shame for this. You know. When I when I was 12 years removed from being a Limp Biscuit fan, everyone was so shameful of the fact that they listened to Limp Biscuit. You know, they weren't like, "Oh man, remember those days?" They would do anything to forget them. They don't want anyone to remember the fact that they liked Limp Biscuit. But now, you you the edge lord shit of the day, you know, and I'll freely admit, I think Limp Biscuit fucking rules, always have. But the edge lord shit of the day Okay, they, that no one has any shame over it. Everyone's still nostalgic. I don't see that same shame that I saw with some of the edgelord shit of my era. You know, a lot of people threw Eminem under the bus and decided they were too good for Eminem about 12 years after uh, Eminem rose to prominence. However, I didn't see anyone with that same shame for this fucking Earl project. I, I don't want to, like... You know, I have the dick in my mouth too much, and I don't want to use too much hyperbole. But I feel like the Odd Future movement was semi 
comparable. I'm not going to put them on Wu-Tang level, but comparable to like uh, Dipset, maybe uh, the, the little one that they had. I'm not talking about bigger quality. Than Dips- bigger than Dipset, smaller than Wu-Tang. Right. Okay. So, so like, yeah, they, they had like a big movement. They were, Dipset I, I felt big, Jesse, because we were from New York and we were tapped in. They were big on the internet, but they, they, they weren't, yeah, but they weren't, they weren't that big in reality. I'm saying they were big on the internet. They were, you know, yeah, but look at what Tyler has gone on to do, but yeah, what's your point? I'm just saying Tyler's gone on to be much bigger than anyone at Dipset. My my point being people still have nostalgia for this because it was a big moment. It was a big, uh, yeah, it was, it was a big thing. It was. Maybe the 2010s version of Beatlemania. I don't know. I wasn't there for Beatlemania. I'm seeing people reevaluate like a lot of comedy films, you know, and it's like, oh man, Napoleon Dynamite, man. What were we thinking? That it was so mean spirited. We were just laughing at this kid. I don't see people with that same self awareness about the music that they listen to. That's all I'm saying. Not in this generation. In my generation, and which is actually younger than your generation, Jesse. Uh, we had some shame for some of the Edge Lord content we consumed. I feel- um, I'm gonna say this. Uh, whatever Tyler was saying, we ain't horrorcore or whatever. Just because you made fake Neptune's beats doesn't mean the shit you were talking about wasn't horrorcore. That was kind of their appeal too. It's like they got these like spacey, beautiful, like serene sort of productions. This Tyler's a genius, but like they're talking about this raunchy crew shit. Yeah, it was new. It was new to sort of combine those things. But bro, you're not gonna tell me you're not horrorcore or this shit's easy to post when it's sent to earth to poke Catholics in the ass with saws and knock blunt ashes into their caskets and laugh it off. You know, fucking um, Earl puts the right. ass in assassin, who, puts who the pieces else? of decomposing bodies in plastic. That ain't horrorcore. Who puts else them in a pan is mixed trafficking in that content that Now Right and Two Dope Boys are posting who are also new artists who are, you know, uh, still trying to establish themselves. Who of that ilk were they posting? Who else with that kind of content? To with that kind to? of content, no one. But I think their gripe was like, "We're doing some new, different shit. Why don't you give us a chance?" Because we don't post music. They shouldn't like have been marked for themselves. Make. It's not Why personal, you... right? This doesn't well, align this with what we post. You ultimately, you just didn't really know your audience because essentially, that's like going to not writing two dope boys is almost like going to Hot ninety seven or Power one hundred five with a record like uh, Yonkers or something like that. Like it's a, it's a risky proposition if you're not on yet, you know? You saw what Earl, so, when, when Tyler went there, you know, looking me and Flex looking for some hot butt sex. And he's like, what made you go with it? You know? Like, right. But right. the point is Tyler was fully established at that point and can get away with anything. Right. At we know that's his time, brand now. Why not send this to Pitchfork, Gorilla versus Bear, Brooklyn Vegan, and this type of sites that would maybe more so traffic in this sort of alternative music. I mean, they, they like, took it personally. Yeah, they they felt like we're we're to some degree probably better than all these kids. Like, give us a shot. As kids would be expected to do, they took it personally, and they built a brand off of it. And I, as a kid at the time, I thought that was funny, along with the whole fuck Steve Harvey thing. It was all very funny and aggressive and hashtag random, and it was easy to brand. It was it was kids wilding out. But my whole thing is <laughs> like 
even at the like for, to, for the record, I think I I remember hearing Earl back when it when when I discovered it in 2011. I wasn't in love with it then. I like more songs than I like now, but like even then, it's like if you switch out this content with some other content, you know, maybe I would like this tape. But it's like I don't care. I, about, I would not because I don't like the majority of the production on here. Maybe well, like that's my point too. I don't. I don't tape. really care about most of the beats. So you know, but. I just I have to look at this funny because it's like you know eight point three in twenty eighteen from Pitchfork off of I got nuts to bust and butts to fucking ups to shut and sluts to fucking uppercut it's shoved a trumpet up her butt and like and and the whole thing is Jesse you're saying uh, they just wanted a chance who's giving them a chance what kind of music would Pitchfork give an eight point three to with that lyrical content they don't review ICP they don't review Esham like Ra the rugged man like. All of a sudden, we're given this kind of lyrical content at 8.3 when we don't even give this type of music the time of day generally? Like Jesse's been saying, like, nostalgia is strong as hell. And, yeah, here on our show, Rap Rankings, you know, we rate off of enjoyment. We don't presume to be the, the fucking, you know, quality experts. We're not here to tell you what's good and bad, but, like, even in the enjoyment space, you have to ask yourself, do I enjoy this song or do I just enjoy the time period that it reminds me of? You know, and it, and it's like, I'm I'm listening to this and I'm just like, ruptured cunts and like, what am I supposed to get from this? How is this meaningful to me? You guys you know? kind of marked out for uh, Slim Shady LP. I mean, Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, you know why? Because he's better at this than Earl. Oh my God, are you gonna? Are we doing this right now? I'm talking about subject matter. I'm not saying who's better. Yeah, again, who's... Better at this than Earl. Okay, but it was and with so... more purpose too. Eminem like, isn't just saying random things. What he's saying connects to something. On that album, there was Absolutely. a lot of just random, just trying to pop people. I'm gonna tell you what. Um, the Slim Shady LP Marshall had way more range than this mixtape. Like he was able to do other things. He's like right. we, we don't have to do this. He's a better, infinitely better rapper. There's no like no we intended. can't. There's not even a conversation to be had here. I'm I talking mean, about subject I, matter. He was influenced by that stuff. That's why he was yeah, doing this know. stuff. Yeah, but and, this and is the br- thing. It's a surface level influence. It's taking the technique, but none of the dexterity, the flair, the songwriting. Which I don't know if He's Earl missing has the made it. Sauce. Has Earl made a song yet in his career? <laughs> right, a song. I don't know. Yeah, a song. Um, he, yeah, the, the song with um Casey Veggies and Vince Staples. Um, I forget the name of it. Hive. Yeah, that was a song. They had a hook. They had three verses. I don't remember had, the hook. What was the hook? Uh, I, I don't fuck with no cops. I know uh, Casey Veggies <laughs> said that. Again, no like if, that's a whole listen. song. If you don't remember the hook, it might not be a song. But I haven't heard that is, album in a long people, time. People went crazy for this. And like I've been saying, and like Mules is saying, like, yeah, Eminem has it's a nuance. To, it's listens to Eminem once music. That's what this is. It's, and MF Doom. It's none of the subtleties. To be fair, probably more than once, because he's able to accurately, right. you know. I'm just saying the meme, something listens right. no, to no, like right, once. the meme. Yeah, Earl was like listens to Eminem maybe two hundred times, and you can accurately imitate the flows and 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 the patterns in the pockets. But here's the thing, you're missing the thing, and he should be missing. He was 
15. Right. And that's what Keep I'm saying. Mind. I don't want to come down too hard on him on this review because we're reviewing the material of a minor. We're reviewing the material of someone who's literally going through puberty when they're writing it. <laughs> you know? Earl, Earl puts the ass uh, in assassin Jesse, isn't impressive. Jesse, Jesse interjects, uh, Earl had already completed puberty. No, I was saying Earl puts the ass in assassin is not uh, impressive for a 15-year-old. No. no, it's not. Congrats on knowing how to spell assassin. Twice the word ass is in there, yeah. Yes, yeah. I know. Well, that's that's impressive for Jesse, for a kid. Jesse's rap explaining again. No, I'm just saying that's impressive for a 15 year old. Okay, here's here's my final point about this song. Yeah, we have like 11 more songs these... to cover, or nine more songs to cover. Eight. <laughs> um, here here's the thing. Yeah, we know he's influenced by Eminem. We know he's influenced by MF Doom. Another influence, and this is another thing where it should have been a wake up call to people listening. The man said, "Slip capsules in a glass, she dizzy rascal." If you know of Dizzy Rascal at 15 as an American, why are you as an adult surprised that he's able to rap like this? Like, he's just imitating people who he enjoys. Right. You and should not, not be that, blown away by It's honestly by this. not that impressive in an era when all this information is freely available to you on the internet. It's not like you had to go and hang out in a record store or actually, like, have the big homie put you on to something no this is the this is asap rocky is all of a sudden influenced by houston and memphis how is that possible from someone growing up in harlem because the internet knocked down all the barriers okay and earl was also rapping well we can move on we can because it was flat six mean it's i rapping rapping well consists more of finding words that rhyme and doing like technical flows this is not yeah, i'm sure well to me i'm sure Look, if, no... we, if we know anything at all in 2022 by now it's that it's not hard to rap <laughs> to perform the act of rapping like so i can just say nonsense as long as it sounds like i'm delivering it in the most bar spitter e way possible like jesse hold on we just saw a video of that people were gassing up of this dude rapping like fucking Rodan inside of a clothing store. You remember what I'm talking about? I do. Like, I do. why didn't you go up for that? That's a different level of rap marks. 2022, people are going to hype up anything that sounds super underground. We're in a different era now. It's it's The kids are fucking weird now. Or the, no offense, moves, but the white people are fucking weird now. <laughs> They'll just been weird. They'll just shout out any fucking underground sensation as the next thing. And I'm like, no, this is not even that good. Why is why is this a six in a nutshell for me? Because it's like, congratulations, you can rap. I don't care about what you're rapping about. You also wear your influences on your sleeve. This beat does nothing for me. You get the six off the fact that, yeah, you're a competent rapper. Very competent to be 15. But very competent. I don't know Thank what you. else you want from me. I don't know what else I'm expected to get from this. And that's where I leave it, you know? So You don't have to enjoy it, just the very competent. Here it Thank is. You. Mel, this this is what they were going up for like we two know. weeks ago. We know. We don't He's rapping care. extremely well. No, he's not. I don't even remember it. I don't understand, Jesse. He's doing everything that Earl's doing. Let me check it out right now for the second time. It's in the chat style. I'm, he's I'm saying looking. a bunch I'm of shit. He's rapping technically like this this should be good based on that criteria. 
No, this is not good. He's not on beat. He's fucking, yeah, he shouldn't have bed. <laughs> Mel, you hear him? Yeah, I hear him. Yeah. Do you see a difference other than the speed? Because this guy's rapping even faster. Technically, this should be more impressive, right? No. Based on the rubric that you've laid out. No, he's not he's on beat. Well. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. No. And a white person posted this, so fuck that. There is an agenda of sorts uh, for you know a lot of these white people to put over any fucking new white kid. Yeah, yeah, from the same guy. Okay, yeah, this is the guy moves um, that 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 you're trying to use to make a point. Him saying shit is good. I don't. I don't. By the way, I don't like the guy who I sent you. Who's right. rapping a mile a minute. But the person that made that tweet is a fucking weirdo. Okay. Talking about Eminem is a cornball. Self-hating, white, keep it real shit. That man wishes he could go back to hanging fat beats and all this stupid shit. All right. Listen, Four, man, five, Eminem. six, and Roots of Evil got some of the best storytelling ever in rap. Those can place Cool G rap as goat stud. We know about this piece of I, shit. I don't have time to address this whole Cool G rap Dante Ross thing right now, but can you guys stop being morons for a moment? At that done, bud. For me, do you go fuck yourself? At dumb. Oh, this guy. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Him. Uh, please stop with this, okay? One guy had an opinion about something. We don't have to fucking freak out because a guy who was actually there for all of this shit has a different opinion than you. Best of love, Dante Ross. Best of love to my friend who he got into it with. Best of love to Dante Ross. Best of love to Jesse's friend. Best of love to uh, Cool G Rap. Legend. Not the GOAT. A legend, though. It's okay for people to just be legends. Earl is a here's the thing. rap legend at this point it's, to me. It's okay for Cool G Rap to have influenced guys like Nas and Black Thought and all of that. It's also okay for me to say I prefer guys like Nas and Black Thought over him. Correct. While still recognizing... Without him, there may not have been a them. Correct. All right, let's move on. We have to. <laughs> All right. Um, yo, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from and all the other episodes, stop by raprankings.com or search Rap Rankings on your favorite podcast platform.